Hey, hey, welcome back to the Truth Be Told podcast. What's up, y'all? I am absolutely excited that y'all are here. If this is your first time, my name is Alexis Monet Howell. I also go by Lexi. So yeah, um, I'm super excited for our conversation today. If you've been rocking with me for a while, you know that there are always fun conversations that we get to have, but also biblical conversations that we get to be a part of together. So really excited to jump into that yet again on today's episode. Um, Really today is all about Christian burnouts and what that looks like. And I had this scheduled for uh, a time after, but I think it's so important right now to talk about it because this is where I'm in um, or this is what I'm in right now. It's just a little bit less of a fire burning um, to spend time with the Lord and to do things that are kingdom uh, designed. And and I just want to talk about that. So if you have been experiencing Christian burnouts, if you don't have the energy or the desire as you used to, to pursue the Lord, it's okay. You're normal. You're human. It happens. And I just want to share my week with you. And hopefully there are some truths in there that you can apply to your life when you also win, hello, not if, but when you experience those highs and lows of the Christian faith. So um, I am a person that throughout my day, and I've mentioned this in a podcast before, like I incorporate Jesus throughout my day. I'm in a very special and sweet season where I'm doing college online and I have this flexible schedule. And so I'm able to incorporate the Lord more so than if I had in-person class or different other things to go and do. So I'm in a really sweet spot right now. And and in incorporating Jesus throughout my day to day, I have needed the Lord like so much this season and not a lot of trials had happened, but a lot of inward, internal, inner battles have happened within me. And um, in these internal battles that no one physically can see, I've been fighting every single day. And you may be able to relate to that. There are um, external battles that we have that we experience that others see and are able to, you know, talk to you about or just love on you in. And then there are some internal battles. And those are typically for me, the hardest ones, because nobody can see the, the thoughts that I think or the things that I feel, right? Unless I express it to them, nobody knows about it. So I've been having a lot of internal battles because it's life. We're in a fallen world and it's, it's what's going to happen, especially as a believer, you're going to battle something. So I understand these things happen, but I think the beautiful thing about the season that I'm in and the situations that I go through is that they go hand in hand. So I do incorporate Jesus throughout my day through sermon watching, music listening, um, podcast listening as well. I do all of that, try to incorporate it because it really uplifts my soul. Like it really just refreshes me. It strengthens me, encourages me whenever I incorporate Jesus throughout my day. Okay, so this week, this past week, I have been doing less of incorporating Jesus throughout my day. The basic of how I spend time with the Lord is I meet with the Lord three times throughout the day, at least once in the morning, once in the early afternoon and a reflection time 
later at the, like at bedtime at night. So that's what I typically do. But I have noticed that my time spending with the Lord has been less focused, more distracted and less intentional. So I've picked up on this. I'm like, okay, I'm not really getting into it. My thoughts on scriptures are a little bit shorter and uh, my desire to seek the Lord and spend time with him are not as like prominent as they used to be. So I, I picked up on the notes, the red flags really. And, and there's something in putting down that time and not spending as much time with the Lord. I picked up a new hobby and that's binge watching, right? Like binge watching. I don't know if you watch Netflix or if you have your favorite show, whether you're old school like me and it's like Andy Griffith, or if you're like new school and whatever that TV show may be, I don't know. Um, and so I've been picking up binge watching and, uh, I'm not going to say what show I'm watching right now. It's not a bad show. It's actually very, a very funny, wholesome show, but I've been watching more and more of it. Now there's nothing wrong with watching a show or two or five. Um, but for me, I know that I can only take so much. Like I have to break up my show watching with something, uh, spiritual (laughs) and it's just my personal convictions boundaries direction of the holy spirit for me so you may not be in that same boat that's totally fine i give this example just so we have something to go by but just because you don't relate to the specifics does not mean that you can't relate to the burnouts right um so in not spending as much intentional time with the lord i have picked up binge watching more so and it's left me my soul really depleted and lacking and low and um you know it's just it's been a very difficult thing in fact coming home today I was telling my parents how my week has been and you know just not sitting with the Lord as much or really diving into it. I mean, my prayers are shorter. My attention span is like not there. And and these things happen. So really what I wanted to come up here and share with you is that if you're having a Christian burnout, if you don't desire to seek the Lord, because that happens, if you don't want to do this, if you are struggling to pay attention, if you're struggling to focus in your prayer, these things happen. Now we can always get back on track. And I'm so thankful for the Holy Spirit and his love for me to call me out to bring me in, right? So he called me out, hey, you're not spending intentional time with me, come back. And and those are never like comforting things in the moment. The convictions of the Lord is never comforting at the time. But when you step back and look at the supernatural, you're like, wow, his love for me is so high and so wide and so deep that he comes after me and he comes after me because he wants to draw me in. So if you have not felt that before this moment, this video, if you're watching on YouTube, if you're listening to me on podcast, this is the Holy Spirit convicting you and calling you back to him. So if you haven't experienced that before, boom, here it is. It's through this podcast and it's for, um, and it's because of his love for you. It is not to hurt you or me. It is to love both of us in the way that the kingdom has been um, designed to do. So I really, typically, whenever we have conversations, you know, I have either a notebook here or a computer to like have some notes. This is spontaneous. This is just you and I talking as if we were grabbing coffee or getting like a cone of ice cream, a scoop of ice cream, whatever. I really love ice cream. So I had to throw that in there. But yeah, I just want to talk about 
about that. So this week, again, haven't been spending as much intentional time with the Lord, noticed it, took note of it, but I really didn't do anything about it. Like I knew, okay, I'm not spending as much time or I'm not as intentional as focused. I get it. The Holy Spirit allowed me to take notice of that, the red flags, but I didn't do anything about it. Quite honestly, I was like, okay, whatever. If I can be real, right? These things happen where the Lord is like, hey, seek me. And you're like, I will in a minute. And there's some pause buttons that we put on the Lord that we shouldn't. And there's some ways in our heart that we have towards the Lord that we shouldn't. But these things do happen. And um, I just want to be real and, and, and transparent in that. Because if you are going through that as well, none of us are bad believers. We're not bad Christians. We're human. And the Lord works um, in our humanness. <laughs> and he makes something really holy from it. So I'm hoping from this weak place that I'm in that his holiness is illuminated and he receives his glory and you are also encouraged. Um, in our Christian burnouts, it happens in many forms. Again, as I mentioned, spending less time with the Lord, a little bit more distracted, less focused, all of those things can happen. So I guess the big question is, what do we do when we notice the red flags? I'm not spending as much time with the Lord. I'm not obeying him as I should. I feel distant from the Lord. And we know our distance from God is not because he's left us, because we've left him. It's not because he's abandoned us. It's because we've chosen to walk away like a sheep and a shepherd. We often, or as sheep, we often wonder. And as a shepherd, he often comes after us. And it's like in Luke 15, right? Which is such a beautiful passage of the shepherd leaving the 99 to go after the one that has wandered away and the prodigal son and um, the father just running toward his son as his son is coming to him. Just these are amazing stories are something that we take in because sometimes we wander away from the Lord and never intentionally, but little by little, next thing you know, you feel this distance from him and it's because we've walked away from him. So what do we do when we've walked away from the father? What do we do when we feel the distance? What do we do whenever we have this like lack of, of pursuit of him and desire to pursue him and our fire for him is a little bit more dwindled? I think, and, and this is something that I did, and I, I believe this is very helpful for me and even for you, is to go to the Lord. And be honest, saying, hey, God, whenever you told me to do this and I said, no, I did it because I didn't want to. And whenever I, I haven't been spending time with you as much and I've been watching more of this and I've been doing more of that and I've been listening to more of this instead of um, being with you. And and that's just the truth. And, and then uh, once you confess really what you have been lacking in and what you've been replacing it with. The next thing is to ask for forgiveness from the Lord and saying, hey, God, I, I need your forgiveness. Not only do I need you to forgive me, which he so easily does because his heart is so tender and compassionate toward us. But then this is the big one is in asking him to help us forgive ourselves. This is something literally, guys, that I'm in right now, this very moment. I feel better. Um, about my situation because I've confessed to the Lord. I've asked him for to forgive me. I'm in the process of forgiving myself, but it's super hard. So we have to ask the Holy Spirit to help us to forgive 
ourselves. And then I really believe it is James 5 and 16 in, in practice, which is confessing your sins to each other, praying for each other, um, and, and that giving God glory. So not only do I tell the Lord, hey, this is where I've been lacking. This is where I am. This is what I've actually been feeling. This is when I didn't want to obey you. This is, you know, being real with the Lord, asking for his forgiveness, asking him to help you forgive yourself and sharing your faults with another person, with another believer, a mature person in the faith. If you don't have that person, then I hope that you can, uh, you feel comfortable enough to share it with me. But I'm also believing that the Lord is going to allow a person in your life to be that for you so that you can have someone that's in your corner that you know, um, to share that with. If you don't have that person, again, you can talk to me, uh, personally. Um, if you follow me on Instagram at day rock and girl, you can send me a private message and we can talk there. But anyway, uh, so I believe that is the fourth thing, right? First is confession, forgiveness, um, forgiveness from the father, forgiveness from yourself. And then also, uh, sharing it with another person. So if you break up the forgiveness into two parts, the, um, confession to another person would be the fourth thing. I think it's important because there's many things that we keep like, or I will just talk about me. I'll keep, it's like, okay, Lord, it's between me and you, between me and you, this sin that I did, this shortcoming that I have, this fault, this thought, um, it's just between me and you, Lord, because when we expose ourselves to other people, it's like we're really held accountable for our actions, for our thought patterns, and for these different things that we do or don't do even. Um, and another person, another human knows about it. So it's easier for me to like just keep it between me and God. But the Lord often calls us out of our comfort zone to share it with another person because we have no idea what our transparency and honesty with another person can encourage them in their faith. I believe that every single believer um, from beginning of time until the end of time, those who come to Christ will experience Christian burnouts, will have a lack of focus, will have this tendency where their fire for the Lord is not as blazing as it was a week or two weeks or a season ago. I believe that every believer is going to go through those moments. And so what's important about our weakness is when we expose it all for the glory of God to encourage other people and to be strengthened by the Lord ourselves. This is what I believe is a gift from the Lord is transparency. Now, I'm not saying that you need to go on social media and tell people what you've been struggling in and 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 worried about and, and, and lacking in. I think there's a time and a place and there is the discernment of the Holy Spirit on how you go about sharing these things. I really believe it's with another close friend or family member, or a mature believer in the faith of saying, this is what I've done. This is what I haven't done. This is where I am. And I'm just sharing. I'm putting to practice God's word, which is James 5 and 16 of confessing, praying with each other, and just believing that the Lord is going to make what is uh, ugly, what is broken, whole and beautiful. And that's only in his hands. So he cannot make, he cannot beautify what we do not give to him. So um, give him your Christian birth burnouts, give him your lack of this or your desire to not do that. Give it to him so that he can work with it. Um, yes. So that's pretty much it in that sense. Um, I really do believe that it's important for us to understand 
And this is a big thing for me because I struggle with trying to be perfect, this pursuit of perfection, knowing that I'll never reach it. And I do this in different areas of my life. One of those things is my Christian faith where it's like, ah, oh, I struggled again. I sinned again. I, I, I did that thing again. I broke that boundary again. I picked up that habit one last, like another time. And, and sometimes it can be very defeating that we do sin and fall short of God's glory, but it's in his word that we will sin and fall short of God's glory. And Jesus himself says that we're going to have trial and temptation, but to take heart. Why? Because he's overcome the world. And um, in Hebrews 12, I believe it says that we're supposed to strip off every thing that slows us down, that easily trips us up, that easily holds us back, strip those sins off, whether it's guilt, it's shame, it's whatever it may be so that we can run the race that God has set for us. But how do we run the race well? How do we run the race of our life, of our Christian faith, of the, of the time we've been given well? Well, <laughs> in um, Hebrews 12, it talks about by fit fixing our focus on the Lord by fixing our eyes on Jesus. So in order for you to thrive in the life that you've been given, to overcome that sin that keeps um, overwhelming you, to uh, step out of this lack of fire and begin to regain that fuel and this passion for the Lord, it is by fixing your eyes on Jesus. So if you're in the same situation as I am, you're not reading as much, you're not spending as much intentional time with the Lord. You're not listening to, um, you haven't listened to any Christian music or you haven't listened to a sermon or whatever your thing may be. Be intentional. You and I both, I'm talking to myself here. We have to be intentional to do that more, to press into the Lord more. Um, I believe that Christian burnouts are not just of the enemy. I don't believe it. It's just a, it's a demonic thing. I believe it's a development um, process. As far as the Lord wants to develop us, he wants to grow us. He wants us to be better. But in order to grow, develop, and be better, we have to go through different battles. And Christian burnouts is just one of those things that we will experience as a believer. But how we pursue those times matter. So notice the red flags. Go to the Lord in confession. Um, Ask him to forgive you and then forgive yourself and then share with another person. You have no idea what your testimony, your honesty, your transparency will do for another believer, a non-believer to know that in Jesus, we will not be perfect, but he will always help us progress to be better, to be more holy as he is holy. And it's just a great, great uh, journey to be on with the Lord. So I'm thankful for his kindness and his goodness and his conviction to call me back to him and his love um, to chase after me and bring me back to where he wants me. And so for you, if that is you, if you are struggling to spend time with the Lord, to make room for him, to be with him, to whatever it may be for you. If there's a lot of things taking your attention from school to work, to kids, to this, to that, and it's just like pulling you in all different directions that you don't even have time for the Lord. I understand that these things happen. And I believe that you're listening to me right now because the Lord wants to bring you back, to call you back, to challenge you to push in 
more. Um, on your way to take kids to school, you're listening to worship music. On your way back from work, you are listening to a podcast that glorifies him. Like these things, we just have to lean in more. It's challenging. It ain't easy. Let me tell you, it ain't easy, but it's worth it whenever we do it to grow more into the Lord. So I mentioned in the last thing that um, whenever we share with another person, it, it holds us accountable. Um, but also in James 5, 16, it says that we are so to, supposed to, wow, can I get my words together, y'all? I don't know. We are supposed to pray for each other that we may not like be in that sin again or just be free. Anyway, I want to take that moment today and just pray over you and I that we would grow from this, that we would be refueled by the Lord, that we would be transparent with other people and that God would be glorified. So let's pray together, y'all. Father, I'm so thankful for you and I'm so thankful for this past week, even though it did not go as I planned in the sense of my spiritual progression and my uh, pursuit of you has been lacking and my fire for you has dwindled out more. And, and it may be the same for those listening to me. We come back to you. We're thankful, Holy Spirit, that you come after us <laughs> with your love, with your kindness and with your conviction. It, it is it is wrapped in your conviction, your love and your kindness to be able to to call us out, to bring us in. We are thankful for you. We're so thankful that you care enough about us to chase after us, to bring us back to you, to love on us in the ways that you do. We ask, Lord, that you would forgive us for our lack of um, spending time with you or the struggles that we've had and, and not making room for you. We ask you to forgive us. And we also ask you, Lord, to help us to forgive ourselves. May we be free from the guilt, from the shame, from the sorrow of our sin and shortcoming. Lord, and may we be uh, reminded that you are a God of forgiveness. You're a God of goodness. You are a God who, when we ask for forgiveness, you do. And just uplift the weight, the burden, and the guilt and replace it with your peace, your direction, your guidance, and your love, Lord. Uh, we also pray um, that you would give us the strength to go and to share our shortcomings with another mature believer in the faith, that you would open their hearts to receive what we have to share, that you would give them the wisdom to speak anything that you want to say through them to our hearts, and that we would understand that James 5, 16 is in the Bible for a reason, and your goodness is written all over it. We feel your presence when we read that scripture, and though it's not comfortable to do it. It's a very uncomfortable situation. It's not easy, but we know that you are glorified. We know that we are better because of it. And we know that other people can possibly be encouraged by our testimony of struggle, of triumph, of you. We love you, Jesus. And we just pray that you would draw us back to you. Where we've wandered, we come back. We ask that you would anoint us, that you would prepare us, that you would use us, that you would be glorified in us. We are your sons and daughters. And as in Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, y'all. I'm so excited. I know this has been all over the place. I didn't have any notes, but I really just believe, just wanted to talk from the heart, wanted to talk from my past week. And so now there's a challenge for both of us to pursue the Lord 
more. It's not going to be easy, but you can do it. Please be sure to follow me on Instagram at Dear Broken Girl. If you have any questions, let me know in the comments below or DM me there on Instagram. But I'm so excited for um, how you're going to grow from this. Please understand that you are not a bad believer. You're not a bad Christian. You are a person that is growing in the Lord. So I'm so excited to see what the Lord is going to do in your life and how he's going to grow and develop you and use your story for his glory. You're awesome. I love you. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into the Truth Be Told podcast. I hope it's been an encouragement to you and that you've had a moment to laugh, a moment to learn about the Lord and have this newfound fire for Christ and to pursue him and the path that he has specifically for you. I'm excited for the journey that the Lord has for you and I'm so thankful to be able to talk to you each and every episode. If you have not already gotten your copy of my book, Dear Broken Girl, you can head over to Amazon and get it there. When you get your copy, please be sure to leave a review on Amazon and share any of your thoughts with me on my Instagram account at Dear Broken Girl or Facebook account at Dear Broken Girl as well. I would love to see your thoughts on Dear Broken Girl. Um, and so Dear Broken Girl is written to teach and remind you of your worth in Jesus. So please be sure to get yourself a copy, your mama a copy, your friend, family, or even a stranger so that we can all be encouraged and be reminded and even taught who we are in the Lord. Also, I want to tell you about my Facebook ministry, Lava Lexi Howell, which is a place for me to sit down with special guests ranging from 16 to 60s or even older or even younger. And we talk about Jesus and where they are, what they're learning from the Lord, who the Lord is to them in their season of life. It's an amazing conversation that I want you to be a part of. So head over to Facebook and search for Live with Lexi Howell. Be sure to like the page, share the content, let your friends know that this is a conversation for them. Speaking of liking and sharing, be sure to subscribe to the Truth Be Told podcast on YouTube, podcasts that you listen to. Um, be sure to follow me at Dear Rooking Girl on Instagram, on Facebook, and even on Facebook, my personal page, Alexis M. Howell, where you can see all the weekly and even daily encouragement that we have for you so that you can learn more about Jesus, that you can grow in him, and that you can live for him. It's all the tools, the tips, the tricks, the study tips that you need to grow in your faith with him. So that is what I have for you guys. But before I let you go, can I pray over you? Father, I am so thankful for your son and daughter that's listening to my voice right now. I pray that you would bless them, that you would give them peace, that you would have your favor over their life, that you would use them for your glory, that every pain that they have experienced, would you use it for the purpose to which you have called them to. May each and every conversation that we have in these episodes be an encouragement to them and may they go out in their different spaces and places to proclaim your truth, to know their identity in you and to remind other people of just how good you are. I ask for your guidance over their life, over clarity, over their life, and everything else, God, that they are in need of. I pray that you would provide for them with your presence. It is in Jesus' name that I pray. Amen.